Angie for breakfast. And here he is, the Dark and Slammer. Is that what they called you in the 80s? Mark Duffield, the Chief Footy Reporter of the West Australian. Hello. Hello. In some places, yes. <laughs> because of an incident involving some tequila on a bus. And in other places, no. <laughs> um, Duff, we've had, a, we've had a rough couple of weeks around here in local footy. And, you know, you're a local footy man literally from way back. I'm sorry to keep harping on about how old you are, but, you know, facts are facts. <laughs> Yeah, no, thanks. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the South Bunbury Footy Club, the Southwest Footy League, um, racial racial slurs, um, you know, we've had, you know, some really prominent legends um, of the sport and the local sport particularly resign. Um, Max Jetta, you know, Hayden, the fella at Kerry Park. I mean, you've seen it all play out, haven't you? Yeah, look, it's it's disappointing. I played at South Bunbury in 82, 83, 84. I know they're a very good club. I know there's a lot of um, very good people there. But I think when incidents like this occur, you've got to get out in front of it. And and the whole thing with um, incidents of racial vilification is that um, while the fact that it happens is an indictment on where we're at as a community, it's also an opportunity to get better and you take the opportunity to get better. And I just heard South. And I know, as I say, I know there are lots of good people there and... Um, I'd urge them to take the opportunity to get better. Uh, I'm not. I don't think if they look back on it and look at how they handled it, I don't think they'd be saying they handled it very well. And the fact that they've lost good people as a result of this um, means they haven't handled it very well. Um, you know, getting better at at at, at uh, racial equality is about making people feel inclus included. Um, and and this sort of stuff doesn't. It actually does the opposite. And unless you address it properly, it continues to do the opposite. And so I just urge them to have a look at what they've done um, and uh, think very seriously about how they can, uh, A, make it better and B, get better at it. And I think what um, we can take heart from as well, though, is the reaction from, you know, all all a bevy of players, not just from, you know, South Bunbury. The women's team have been very vocal about it, but um, men's, women's teams all over the Southwest last weekend came together, arms linked, um, side by side in a stand against it all. So, you know, you have incidents like this, but the reaction really has shown where we are as a society as well. And you're right. It's a learning, it's a, it's, it's a learning step and it's a tough one, but we've got to learn. I see. I never use the term racist anymore because I believe it divides. And I think the whole point of this stuff is we've got to unite. And, you know, if you talk about racial prejudice and, and there's a hell of a lot of people in our society have some degree of racial prejudice, it's about something we can work on and improve on. But you don't do it by shying away from it when when an incident like this occurs. You, you address it, you get out in front of it, you get the parties together and you talk about it and you get educated on why this stuff can't and shouldn't occur anymore um, and that's what they needed to do and they needed to go the whole nine yards with that and I don't think they did and I think they'll, they'll pay a bit of a price for it um, but as I say I know South Bunbury, I know the people, they're, they're good people and um, and hopefully they can learn from this and educate themselves on this and move on from it and get better from it. Angie for breakfast. Shall we get into the AFL round? What are we up to? Round 13. <laughs> Round 13, of course, we had Richmond versus um, Port Adelaide last night. And, well, uh, Richmond were lucky to get away with what they did. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I thought they got a bit of the... Sometimes when you're playing at home, you get a bit of hometown umpiring. I thought they got a few key ones <laughs> last night. I think uh, one big one, uh, which which got a goal to young Josh Gipkis, which was happened at a pretty crucial time. I think um, 
Uh, yeah, a bit lucky to get the chockies last night. Yeah, but they did. So tonight, Essendon, Carlton, that's at the MCG. What do you reckon? I think Carlton. I think Carlton are bound for the top six. And uh, Essendon are not bound for glory. They're having a very disappointing season. But they, you could argue they sit alongside West Coast as the most disappointing team in the competition so far this year. So I think Carlton comfortably. Uh, Hawthorne and Frio on Saturday. That's at Optus. It's going to be a cracking one. Uh, should be a good game, and Fremantle should win. The caveat is could be wet, and uh, the joke after two very poor performances by Freo about um, you know three or four weeks ago was um, you know how do you beat Fremantle? You just add water um, because they had two shockers in the wet. So it'll be interesting to see if it is wet, if they've learned from it, and they can move on from it. But they need to keep the train rolling. Uh, they're going well. Um, hopefully, they get the win. Brisbane Lions taking on St Kilda. That's at the Gabba. I reckon this is a cracker. So I, I don't think Brisbane are going that well. Having watched them play Fremantle last week, I think while Brisbane were able to kick goals and stay in the contest and it looked pretty okay for them on the scoreboard at the end, even though they lost, I, I had the feeling watching the game after the first quarter, this was a, a three to four to five goal game, Fremantle's way. Um, and Fremantle, you know, were missing quite a few players. So I'm... I'm I'm tipping Brisbane, but don't be surprised if St Kilda is in this up to their eyeballs and nothing would do more to announce St Kilda as a genuine contender than to beat Brisbane up there. Mm, Exciting stuff. North Melbourne, Marvel Stadium taking on the Giants. I fear for North Melbourne. I don't just fear for the team. I fear for the club. Oh, God. Um, They're in a deep hole and and they're not a big club. Um, GWS should win this and win this comfortably. And then we've got a Monday game, Collingwood and Melbourne. Um, okay, so this is interesting, given some of the stuff that's going on at Melbourne. You know, you've got players punching on at um, French restaurants, uh, and then you've got some revelations about um, the departure of President Glenn Bartlett last year not actually being what the club purported it to be, that uh, Bartlett might have wanted the behaviour of the coach addressed, and others may not have been so keen to see it addressed. Um, so that stuff is starting to spill out into the public arena. Um, this is kind of... It's almost a bit of a line in the sand game for Melbourne. They've lost two on the trot. If they were to lose three on the trot with this stuff bubbling in the background, you'd have to think um, there might be a bit of a premiership hangover kicking in. So I'm going to tip Melbourne. This, of course, is the big freeze game. Um, And given that it was Jake Melcham and Stephen May punching on um, last week, maybe they should put them on the slide to get them to cool down a bit and stick them (laughs) in the ice water. Sounds bloody good. And I'm not sure if you've seen it yet. I saw it online, but um, our West Coast Eagles, our embattled West Coast Eagles, they've got to buy this week, and it's probably just as well. There's a giant billboard that has appeared on the Mitchell Freeway, and you know it's bad when the accountants are taking the mick out of you, and it's an accountancy firm, giant letters, makes tax so easy even West Coast could beat it. Ouch. So I... I have a mate that works at Freo, and obviously Freo is just coming out of a, you know, of well, they had probably four or five really tough years uh, as part of a rebuild, and then last year probably could have played finals, but for injuries and and inaccuracy, so they were going all right. But when they were in the pit of despair, if you like, like down in the depths of all this, he made the comment to me. He said, "Being a bad football team is a bit like being the sick hen in the chookyard." everyone comes up and has a peck. Oh, it's rough, isn't it? (laughs) And unfortunately, that's where West Coast are at at the moment. They're they're, uh, playing really, really poor footy. Um, They've got a long road to hoe and some tough list management decisions to make. 
Um, the club's history says they'll do it and they'll do it well and they'll bounce as quickly as possible. Um, but having said that, they're in a bad spot at the moment. And yeah, everyone's, it's a, it's a fair old pile on at the moment. Well, Duff, you have a great weekend of footy and we'll catch you next week. Good on you, Angela. Angie for breakfast.